1: Hey everyone, welcome back to General Fantasy Analysis. So we're going to be going through the trades heading into round six for the three teams, people squad, the head-to-head, and then finishing up with my squad here. In this people squad one, we made one trade and we we're actually able to double loop. So I'm going to explain that to you. It's actually really intricate and there's a lot to think about and, you know, it's something I actually learnt, you know, this year. And just wanted to say a big thanks to a couple of people who have pointed out to me, especially early on the season, and we finally get another chance to do it. So thanks to Luke Skibber who uh, reached out on, on you know Facebook DMs and has been able to help me with this over you know the last month or so. And hopefully I can show you how to do it as well because it's actually really you know, really smart and intricate there and you know holding three teams here can be hard to work out all of these things with all the videos and stuff so thanks to him for, for helping me out. So people score we trade out we had one possible trade out this week and that was Jeremiah Nanai. And we need a mid cover so we just did it. We pulled the trigger Nanai to Davi Muwale. Not a super exciting pick for us. If he continues to get bigger minutes, he could make some cash, probably get some time over the origin period with Cam Murray out and things like that. So, we bring him in now. We're going to hold him probably up and through that origin period and see what happens. So, in terms of the squad here, we have two guys out. We have Valleja and we have Payne Haas. So, the theory here is you put, to do the double loop you have to have someone in your, in your starting squad, you know, to actually fulfill this properly. If you went them in three and four you could have your guys in five six seven eight and if they play you know early in the round you pop them in five and six for example if they go well you leave them there um, so you leave everyone else there if they don't go well you can move your seven and eight into three and four for example and get those loops but the way to do it here is that yeah you actually get a, a, a little free crack there at at everyone so the theory here would be if we have May, right, as our cover for the centre position. So Viola, you see here, we, if we look through all the, the numbers here. We got hooker, hooker, half, mid, half, half. So our first centre, if you know, Vi, sorry, Viola is not going to play. If May does well, we just leave him there, right? And what happens? Well, we can't move him anyway. We'll get his score in the centre position. So think about that. May goes to centre. Awesome. If he doesn't go well. All we have to do, so if he has a shocker, if he gets injured, right, the most, we're most likely going to play, you know, Taylor May. He would be in that center position. But if he goes really poorly, gets injured, Sinbin, whatever, if he gets a 25, for example, all we have to do now is move Ewan Aitken, who's in number eight, up into the center position to trade them out straight. They obviously play for the same team, so they play at the same time. Hardest thing in, in this situation, normally, if you, you know, to be able to do a double loop, you wouldn't be able to do it if, if Warriors... Played in the first couple of games, it would make it too hard. So because they play later in the week, which will um, yeah, we'll get that up in a second as well. We'll show you where all the teams play. We're able to do that. So Taylor may goes big. We leave him there. Awesome. Okay. What we could do there is yes, we could swap Aiken into the Violeta position. Right. If May goes really big, awesome. We get his we get his points. We obviously want Aiken's points. We would just swap Aiken up. ...into Brody Jones or Kelma Tualangi. So whichever one we decide to not play this week... ...I'm probably thinking playing Jones instead of Tualangi... ...they come up against a harder squad which we'll have a look at in a second. They both play at the end of the week. So Knights, so Brody Jones comes up against the Dragons... ...so I'd probably play him over going Tualangi against the Eels. I think that's going to be a tougher outfit. So that's how you do that. May goes big, you leave him there. You move Aiken up into one of those positions. May doesn't go big... You then move Aiken into the, the via layout position. So it's fairly a, a free a free swing at that one. In terms of the second loop, because Payne has plays earlier on the week, then Lockie Ilias, for example, I wanna you know you get you wanna loop Locky and you wanna loop um, Walters. So easiest thing for that one is just to leave Ilias in the number five. If he plays well, then you know, in this one it doesn't really matter, unfortunately, with the Sorry, one second. So this does work perfectly. So Ravens play tomorrow night. If Ilias plays well, awesome. We leave him there in that position. Broncos play the next night. So Ilias stays there. We get his points if we like what he got. If we don't like his spo- points, we could put Walters into the four. Or we could put the other guy, whether it be Chulangi or Jones, which probably Tui will say, we could put him up into the four position uh, and move Haas down right so you it all gets found out tomorrow with Ilias for that one and it all gets found out on Friday for the May and Aiken one so really really cool that you can really get the points for any of these players in your eight um, heading into this round so that's very very interesting anyway hope that hope that helps if it wasn't short if you're not sure on that go back and watch that again and and continue watching that going forward if you're looking at how to do a double loop but it only works obviously if if yeah, the, the it sets up right. The guys you want to see how they go, they play early in the week, and the guys that you're using to loot play a little bit later, like Vialea does. Anyway, we've got twenty-seven trades left now, 280k in the bank to update you know, players next week, whether it's you know one of these uh, you know lower cashy or sorry, higher cash cows, whether it's an injury, whatever we want to do, we could um we can move things around and do that next week. But we've got plenty of good players, we've got Cleary's captain. Heinz's vice, we've set up pretty well. It's just the Davi Moale and um, yeah, I suppose Stephen Crichton, the, the ones we probably you know, worried about a little bit. Other than that, team's looking good. Move on to the head-to-head squad. And I actually decided to make two trades this week and leave a fair bit of cash in the bank. So I had two options. Let me know in the comments what you think uh, I should do in this one. One was just to keep a fair bit of cash remaining and actually bring in Ruben Cotter. The other option, spend all the money and leave 30K in the bank and bring in Isaiah Papalii. That was a, That's my thoughts at this point. So I've traded out Stephen Crichton for Dalatal Kula. Theory is here. Crichton's pretty much peaked. You know, I can use his money to, to get a guy that's a bit more gonna be a little bit more consistent going forward. You know, Crichton's done really well, but you know, he, he's he's served his purpose, let's say that. As I've been speaking about, he's pretty much a, a hold. But if you can do him out and, and improve your team in other areas, I wanted to make sure I could play a, a good mid, for example, this week. Um, and if someone I think could eventually become a keeper and make a, a bit of cash along the way in Cotter, or bring in an Isaiah Papali. Both were an option for me. You bring in Cooler, You don't have to play him next week. He's just playing this week. And following week, we get Taylor and May's dual position, and we can send him down to the, center, to the wing fullback position. There's really no one else that I wanted to trade out in this team I think a lot of these guys are keepers or They can make some money So I can definitely hold trades over the next few weeks The theory with Cotter If he continues to average 50 Which he's averaging 53 right now He will end up being a 700k player You get him in a dual position I could wait a little bit longer on Papali'i To, to pick him up He's not going to gain too much more cash from here Maybe an extra 20 at max To get to about an 850 But he's not an urgent priority I'm probably going to get 10 less points with Cotter Somewhere around that point. But we can make a little bit of cash. And that 266 I could use to get Papaliti next week. If there's an injury or something like that to a gun, I could use that straight to get to him. I could upgrade you know, a couple of these other guys. You know, It just leaves a few more options for next week. And that was the theory behind that. And the, the biggest issue here is captaincy this week. Whether I go Nico Hines or I go Damian Cook. That was, that was my, my thoughts. I uh, wasn't exactly sure on this one uh, going forward. The big worry here for me is just that I have too many decent, you know, I feel like decent scorers on the interchange and emergencies. I'm thinking about, you know, potentially looping, you know, I'm probably going to have to loop a, actually, you know, we'll have to loop Ilias actually. So I'll move Ilias up into five because he plays before the Broncos there just to be able to, you know, have that option there. So Ilias will go into number five and, yeah, you know, probably won't be able to cop Hetherington's points, to be honest, which is interesting, you know. I suppose scary. I think he's going to score pretty well this week, but if he does, then then my team's going to do well. But Elise is going to be there in number five. And then, um, yeah, I suppose it's going to be my theories if I play Hetherington or play King, and King's been dominant, so it's probably better just to play Maxi at this point. Um, But that's the team. So we're we're sitting well at 310. And I thought, yeah, I can make two trades to get down to 26 remaining, leave that extra cash in the bank with Ruben Cotter. And, you know, potentially get to a Papali or, you know, go up to Cleary or DCE or something like that next week. That was, that's my theory going into into this one. Hopefully hold rank or somewhere close to it this week. And, you know, hopefully the the Nico or the Cook can can do well without Cleary going absolutely bonkers for this team. Obviously, I want him to go well in people squad. And we're going to see in my squad. We've brought him in. Cleary is in. We've traded Jai Arrow up to Cleary in one straight, you know, foul swoop. Only used the one trade this week, 13k remaining. The team's looking pretty solid now. I'm really happy having Cleary as captain this week. It just feels like a little bit of relief that we can have someone that's really safe. Obviously, Nico Hines would be a good one. They come up against a tough team in the Storm. But I think this squad can do well this week. I am going to sit there with Nanai and hold on to him. And I'm going to loop him tonight. So he plays the first game. If he he goes well, I'll leave him there. So Payne Haas will stay there as well. I get Nanai's score. If he doesn't go too well, I'm potentially going to put Penasini up into the four position. They come up against the Tigers and and he's on that left wing that's just been really dominant. I think it's probably smarter this week to, to go for him rather than playing you know, Tuolangi, for example, in that you know, number four jersey if, if things don't work out. I think Ilias will score somewhere between 40 and 50 this week against the Dogs. So I think Penasini will come into that role. If Nano comes out and gets 50 or 60, then awesome. If he doesn't, then I don't lose out and, and can bring Penasini up. Tulangi is obviously another option, but he did have a couple of turnover tackles last week, and they are up against the Parramatta Eels. So it could be a tough outing for him, You know, even if he's getting the, the 60 minutes or so. could be like a 30-ish score, um, just with how, how strong that, that team is, for example. So that's where we're at in my team. 25 trades left, 27 in the people Squad and 26 in the head-to-head team. So both those guys, you know, leaving themselves with a fair bit of cash remaining going into next week, which is really, really nice. And then my team with 13K remaining, one less trade and not ranked as well. So it is what it is. And this is, you know, what I'm going to do personally to, to try and come back this week is have Cleary as captain, hope for an 80 or 90 or 100, against the Broncos and have a great week and you know, really dominate and, and, and catch up some ranks. So that's the theory. You know, Dylan Brown's up against the Tigers, so it should be a nice one for him as well, I'd say. Um, yeah, you got Randall Elias and then we're, we're looping tonight. So teams looking pretty solid, hoping for a bigger game from Heatherington as well, and then we'll, we should be able to do well this week. But anyway, guys, that's the uh, all the videos heading up into lockout. I hope you really enjoyed that and got a lot, of, a lot out of it and learned about the double loop and see if you can do that uh, this week, if you have Valea and and Hass and some similar players, then you'll be able to set yourself up the same way as me, and just go back after these you know first few games, and see what happens, and and if you're going to take a good if you're going to take a score from these guys or not, um, yeah, jump back in here and learn from this and, and use that same uh, looping pattern. So as as always, guys, please like, subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next week. Good luck in the next video. Good luck for this week.